Blog Talk Radio. to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Brian, we have a billionaire on the phone tonight. Ha <laughs> ha, yes, sir. I've heard of millionaires, but this brother here is a billionaire already walking in it. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're going to have fun tonight, Brian. Oh, absolutely. You know, when we first, when I first was introduced to this gentleman, you know, we had a, a wonderful conversation, and, you know, he kept saying how he was like, you guys, wow, you guys, wow. But I was more impressed with the fact that his mindset was already, like, way past what I would have ever thought of being at that age. Yeah. You know, and he's a young guy, but his mind is not young, you know, he has, you know, he doesn't even realize the potential of the things that he's already forgotten he knew. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, Brian? <laughs> you know what? You know what's so funny about all of this? Thoughts are things. Mm-hmm. They're powerful. Our words are powerful. And the words that you use on a daily basis, I guarantee you that's the life that you're living. The words that you use on a daily basis and the words that you're speaking is the life that you're living. You can't live and speak a negative life and live a positive life. It, it, it don't mix. But you know what? We're going to attack a lot of the things that we're dealing with that's holding us back. Our thought process is the way that we were told that things should be. Brian, we're finding out that that's not really true. Mm-hmm. We're finding that out now. You know, and, and the sad part about it is many of us are finding out too, not necessarily too late, but so much later that it takes us more time and energy to gain ground on our dreams and our goals and our visions. Yeah. You know, and so that's why I'm in, I'm encouraged about the call tonight. And I think that, you know, I, well, I don't think I know that we're going to definitely touch some lives. And our guest tonight is definitely going to gear some people into the right direction and put them into, you know, perpetual motion to where, they can reach out and be able to grasp and attain those things that they never knew they could get. That's right. It's all in us. It's all in us. And, Brian, let me give out the call-in number for those that are listening. If you have a question or a comment for our, our guest, the billionaire, Brian will introduce him in just a second, the call-in number is 718-508-9600. That's 718-508-9600. If you want to just listen in, listen in on the computer, you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash A-S-E motivation. Again, that's blogtalkradio.com forward slash A-S-E motivation. Brian, let's bring him on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Also, if you're if you're one of our Facebook friends, you can send us a message through Facebook by either sending one to Greg or to myself. So yes. we want you all to, you know, ask us questions and uh be encouraged on the call. So 
Let's bring him on. Let's talk about Demetrius Billionaire Brown. <laughs> Are you ready to take your life to the next level? Are you living the life you were created to live? If not, let's talk. And we're going to talk about a man who's 28 years old. He's single with no children. He's the founder of Mobile and Corporate Motivations. And he's also the founder of Group Across the Country, except 11 states, Rich Before 30 Group. Mm. And he's also involved with Help 100 Foundation in Progress. He's a life coach, and he also does corporate training. Ladies and gentlemen, we introduce to you tonight the billionaire. Oh, yes. What's going on, fellas? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. You know, it's Monday. Monday is one of my favorite days of the week. And you know how my saying goes is Monday is the new Friday. So let's, <laughs> let, I want to talk to the people out there today. Good, good. Tell us what, right. tell us what that means, Monday is the new Friday. Well, it, Monday is the new Friday. That came up with... Uh, you know, a lot of uh, the people that I came in contact with is, you know, everybody hates Monday. Everybody hates Monday, but everybody loves Friday. So it's like, if if and like what you were saying earlier is like thoughts are things. And if you say if you can adapt and if you can grasp the concept that Monday is the new Friday, you're gonna go into Monday thinking that something beautiful is going to happen because everybody, when they see Friday, they're like, I'm going to have a great weekend. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But, you know, Monday, that's the day where it all starts because there's a saying that says how you start things is how it's going to finish. So that's just how it came up with that right there. And I I believe so many people rob themselves of their week because they just say that their week or uh, the weekend was too short or, oh, man, we got to go to work today on Monday. And that carries on because like what Greg and uh, Brian said earlier, you know, thoughts are things. So just imagine if you're waiting all the way until Friday, if it's Monday and you're waiting all the way until Friday to have a good day, just imagine if you took that same energy that you have on Friday and had that Monday. Then at that point you could think, you know, maybe Tuesday is Saturday. And if you really catch the the, the whole concept of that, you can carry that all the way through the week. But I believe that how you start things is how you finish it. So Monday is the new Friday, and that's why I'm always excited on Monday because I do exactly the opposite of what the people do. Awesome. Wow. You know, and that's the outside-of-the-box thinking that you need to make it, right? I mean, that that would be my thought. Oh, definitely, man. And I just want to say this also. I think Greg let the cat out the box when I spoke to him the other day. And he said, you guys had a, a gentleman, sir, and there was another gentleman that was on the Oprah Winfrey show mm-hmm. on March 19th. Yes. And they were on your show last week. Yes. And Greg told me that Oprah listened to that call. So I'm going to do something that no one's ever done on this show before, and I'm going to get my cell phone number out for the fact that Oprah might be listening right now. So <laughs> if you're listening, Oprah. My cell phone number is 609-471-1642. So I, I'm very optimistic, and I'm hoping that anybody, and we got thousands of people that's on this call from all parts of the country, but all I really want to do is I want to touch that one person. Mm-hmm. All I really want to do. That's powerful. You know, I have a question. You know, 
It says, are you ready to take your life to the next level? And, you know, we say that, and many people wonder, well, what is the next level for me? You know, how do you know when, how do you know when it's time to go to the next level? Well, I believe that's a great question, Brian, is I believe that you know that at about 10 to 12 years old. Because my story is a little different. Is I, I'll never forget this story. Is When I was in about second grade, we were having class as normal, and the teacher was teaching the class, and there was a fly that everybody was annoyed of. It was in the summertime, and there was a fly that was just, you know how flies are just really annoying. No one really knows their purpose. I, I hear that they a fly only lives for a day. So I guess they must be having the time of their life during that course of a day. So there was this fly just flying around during, our, during class. And I took a pen, and while everybody was looking, I was sitting in the front seat. I'll never forget it. This is the first time I've ever seen greatness. I've always known greatness. Because my mom, she used to always rent, you know, she used to always buy pay-per-view for the boxing matches. That was when Mike Tyson was really hot. And I used to always watch basketball. That was Jordan and Barkley. So I've always seen greatness. But my first time of actually doing greatness myself was in second grade. And I took a pen, and I had to believe. I said, I'm going to kill this fly right here. And I took my pen, and I flipped it against the board. And I killed the fly. Now, here's the thing about that. When I killed the fly, the whole class paused. The whole class paused, and it was a, a moment of silence. But the thing was, everybody after that happened, they said that it was lucky. Now, my question is, there's a lot of people on the call right now that have dreams like that. Now, the thing was, it took me about 15 to 20 years to regain that strength back because it wasn't lucky. It was that I had a belief, I had a goal, and I had a vision of what I wanted to do. But everyone in the classroom, including the teacher, said it was lucky and they took away my dream and my vision that I had a belief and I had a mission to do that. Mm. Mm. And you say they took it away. Oh, they took it away. It's like uh, I have this concept where, you know, I've, I've been going to church a whole lot, and I, I was speaking to – well, I was sitting in the audience, and – this pastor, you know, he said a concept, and I, I put a little twist to it, but he says, you know, a streetlight concept. And he said, you know, well, this is how I would put it. You know, a green light, everybody has dreams. Some of us tuck them away, but I want to take everybody on this call right now. I think this is the, the target of this call is everybody has dreams, but the question is what do you do with it? And just me being on this call this evening, it lets everybody on this call know that dreams still do come true. So we're going to take it to a, 
I, I, I would like to take it to a street light. Just imagine. Everybody that drives, if you don't drive, you've been on public transportation, and you reach that opportunity where, you know, you pull up to a green light, you pull up to a yellow light, and there's a red light. The green light means go. The yellow light means slow down. And the red light means stop. Now, me personally, I believe, you know, as I'm doing coaching all across the country, is I believe that the green light, that's your idea. That's your dream. That could be going back to college. That could be starting that business that you want to start. That could be getting that promotion that you want to get. That's what that green light is. Now, the yellow light, that's that person that you tell about your dream. And that's what slows a lot of people up. It's that yellow light. Now, the red light is what you're going to do about the feedback that you've gotten about your dream. So maybe that, let's take it for college. There's a lot of older people that I meet all across the country that say, you know, I want to go back to college, and they're 40 years old, but they don't think that it's worth it because they think they missed out on the boat. Now, the thing is that that green light, that may be college. And then they go, just imagine a 40-year-old person telling you they want to go back to college. Just imagine that. Now, what are you going to do with it? Because all the drivers out there, all the people that take public transportation, we all know that you don't always pull up to a green light, you don't always pull up to a yellow light, and you don't always pull up to a red light. Now, mm-hmm. here's, the, here's the thing. The thing is, is that the red light, doesn't stay red forever. The red light doesn't stay red forever. So you have to prepare yourself and you have to engage yourself in the material that's going to take for you to get through the light. Because I know a lot of people that's on this call, you've been at a red light, and maybe you've just been there for a second too long, and you got people already honking at you, for you to move on. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, Greg and Brian? Yeah, 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 yeah. See what I'm going with this. Yeah. Yes, you know. Here's my question: What about the people who don't want to wait for the red light? What about the folks that like to run the red light? Uh, well, then you're talking to people like me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I like to run the red light too, but you got to also understand that. There's consequences for that. Mm-hmm. There, there is consequences for that. But the thing is, is that there's actually there's a thing that I believe that a lot of successful people they have their secrets of success. We've all heard of the law of attraction. We've all heard of all types of stuff. But I believe I believe that the bottom line is just action. The bottom line of any dream that you want to have is just taking action. Just taking action to do it. Because here's the thing. We're all here for a purpose. Now, we don't know what that purpose is. Now, you just said, what about those people that are on the line that just run through the red light? That's me. I don't like to think about what I'm doing. I just like to do it. Because what I've come to find is that when you're doing it, you're going to gain something off of it. And I know you fellas know, but a lot of the audience, if anyone knows Les Brown, that's my personal mentor, he always told me, 
one of the scariest and one of the worst things that people have a fear of doing is exposing their dream. But he also told me this. There's going to be two things that happen when you expose your dream to anybody. One is that person is going to need your story. They're going to need your story because they're having a bad day. They're going to need your story of what you're pursuing to get them through that day. So that goes into personal development. You want to help other people. It's not all about you. Then the second thing that that's going to do is when you expose your dream to people, that person that you're exposing it to may be able to help you. So I'm here to say that there's a lot of people, and including myself, I was the type of person that always, if I didn't get credit for it, I wouldn't do it. Hmm. But that's not how success works. Success works by exposing your dream. That's how it works. You can't do everything by yourself. And that's true. That's really true. You know what, Demetrius? I want to I want to challenge and, and ask this question to our audience. So we're going to open the phone lines up in a little bit, but I, I want to ask this question to our audience, and and I want you to really hear me when I ask this question. And, yes, and that question is: If you were to die tonight, would you be satisfied with your life and how mm. you lived it? Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's uh, <laughs> you, you, Brian. You wanted to say something? That's no, that's, no. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for a response. <laughs> that's the, you know, <laughs> that's the thing because we always think that we have tomorrow. We always put it off. Well, I'm right at it. Uh, I'll just wait. But how many mm. times do we? drive to work or, or going somewhere, how many times do we hear that siren going off? We hear it. I guarantee you if you roll your window down first thing tomorrow morning, you will hear it. That's somebody riding in that ambulance that may not get the opportunity that you have right now. Mm-hmm. They were going to work just like you, but they wound up probably at the hospital or in the morgue. So live your life now. Do it now. Tomorrow will never come. Mm. Do it now. Don't wait. Don't be afraid of it. Even if you don't know what you're doing, like the billionaire said, do something. And I guarantee you, as you continue doing your thing, you will learn. It's okay if they close the door in your face. It's all right. But guess what, billionaire? Sometimes we have to grow our wings on our way down. Mm. Trust Mm -hmm. it. Trust it. Trust yourself. Do it. It could be done. But my question to you, Mr. Billionaire, why did you say billionaire instead of a million? Most people would have said a million. You calling yourself the billionaire. Now, that's, that. I, I, I like that question. And one of my business partners, actually, he took it to the whole next level. And he opened my mind up because... Where my mind is, is that a lot of people always ask me, and a big topic that I always debate on is, what is realistic? I'm a realistic person. So 
I'm realistic, but I'm very optimistic. So if it's been done before, now we live in a country that there's a lot of things that, great things that's been done before. And if, if you're an Obama follower or if you're not an Obama follower, that is something that people that are 100 years old never thought was going to be possible. But you see me, I, I now know that that's possible. So here's what I do because people don't, people don't like the fact that I, I, I speak about money, but the only reason why I speak about money and finances is simply for the fact that people know value. People may not know the value within themselves, but they know the value of money. So you can ask yourself, you know, say, have you ever asked somebody for change for a $20 bill? I think 99.9% .9 of the callers have. Now, if I said, when you asked me for change for a $20 bill, and I said I got $18 or I got $10, you wouldn't take it. You'll keep searching for that change for a $20 bill, right or wrong. Right. Now, when you're talking about value, you got to also talk about that within yourself. Because if, if I have a value, I have a value for myself, and I say anything that I really want to do. Now, let's take, for example, you have, I would love to say Warren Buffett, but he lost 40% of his profits in 2008, so I can't use him. Now the number one wealthiest person in the world is Bill Gates. So let's use Bill Gates. Bill Gates has made such and such amount of money. So when I tell somebody that I'm going to be a billionaire, it's not the fact that I want to become a billionaire and I want the finances that brings me to be a billionaire. The fact is, is that he has a company, but I believe that I could run it better with better integrity. And it just so happens, it, and some people may find this funny, but it just so happens to accumulate to be the wealthiest man on this earth. Now, here's the other thing. I study the numbers. I study the numbers. Now, I've never seen a person on that Forbes list doing what I do, becoming a billionaire. I've never seen a person on that Forbes list that has made a, a substantial amount of money to be on that Forbes list helping people achieve their dreams. Because there's a lot of people. Everybody has the utensils to be successful. Everybody knows it. And I believe that's why a lot of people aren't successful. Because success, all it is, is taking action to do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. But it's so easy to put that off for that presentation that you have to work on for your job. It's so easy to put your dreams off for the, the ushering that you got to do at your church or for the deaconess that you got to do at your church. It's so easy to put your dreams off because all it is, success is just action. It's just action. So you have to ask yourself, what dream do you have? What dream do you have? See, I had a dream, and it was to be on a radio show. There's a lot of people on this call 
that are saying, man, this is powerful. This, they got thousands of viewers on this call. How did he get on this call? Now, when I got on this call, they told me not to hold nothing back. That's right. <laughs> you know, and they're, at, they're probably thinking, how did he get on this show? Little be told, I just asked. I told my dream to Greg, and Greg had someone. See, Greg told me that this didn't happen by accident. See, everybody, they had this with somebody else in this spot right here. They had someone already lined up before I knew Greg. But Greg said, man, this guy sounds very passionate about what he's doing. Very passionate. And you know what I did? I just asked. So that takes me, Greg and Brian, I had, to do a, I had to do a speech. I had to do a speech for a company, and they asked me to do it on goals. So, but they wanted for me to tie it in with Mount Everest, the summit of Mount Everest, which is the highest point that you can ever reach in this earth. So I started doing some research. And what I come to find out is that there's people that die on their summit to Mount Everest. I, I found that pretty interesting. I, I, I said, man, the summit of Mount Everest, wow. And I come to realize that 85% of the people that die on Mount Everest die on their way down. Not on their way up. And when I did this for this company, a lot of the audience was confused. They said, man, I... How do you die on your way down? And all I simply said after I got my research, I said, you ever heard of the phrase, you get what you ask for, be careful, be, be careful what you ask for? Those people mentally prepared, they reached their goal. Their goal was to reach the top of Mount Everest, and they reached it. They reached it but they never mentally or physically prepared themselves to come down. So think about that job. Think about that business. Think about that college degree. Think about that book you wanted to write. Think about the poem that you wanted to recite. Think about the family that you wanted to build. Think about the spouse that you wanted to add and ask yourself if it was the spouse, were you just looking for somebody that makes you happy? When you're thinking of a college, think about were you thinking just to get a degree? Think about when you were getting the job, did you really just want to get that job? And then look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, did you get what you asked for? Hmm. You know, Demetrius, I, I I can see the lines, and they are completely full. I don't even know if it's if we can get anybody else on the line. But I really want to go to some of the callers. If you're ready, I want oh, to go please. to. All right, let's. Tr 
try the caller from the 862 area code. Caller, you're live on the Abundant Solutions Hour. Caller from the 862. All right. Let's try. And a lot of our listeners are actually just listening and they may not have questions. But if you do have questions, feel free to ask. Let's try the caller from the 908 area code. Caller, you're on live. All right. Let's bring them on. Come on. Let's try the 973 area code. Caller, you're on live with the Abundant Solutions Hour. All right. We'll keep going. (laughs) That's a lot of them. It is. All right. 856 area code. You're live. Yes, hello? Yes. Hello, you're live on the Abundant Solutions Hour. Okay, this is Lorraine Brown, Demetrius Brown's mother. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and, <laughs> I was just um, dropping by and, and, and listening in, and, you know, I'm truly, um, you know, just honored and pleased that I'm here, Demetrius. And some of the questions you were asking him and some of the things that he was talking about, um, you know, he's been like this since he was, you know, two, three, four years old, and now today... Um, he's motivating thousands from around the country, um, individuals, you know, RBT, Rich Before 30 group. Uh, but he's also motivating older people like myself, um, you know, when I'm down and out, you know, and he comes over and he sees that I'm just kind of not doing anything. He's like, uh-uh, this is not what you taught us. Here's a book. You know, you got to watch these DVDs and motivational talks and all this other stuff. So for those of, uh, individuals who are listening um, this evening, I'm truly, truly um, inspired. And it's nothing like when you hear your mom. And um, I'm taking, you know, I'm taking notes, I'm checking the report card. Um, but Demetrius, um, you, you talked about Mount Everest. You know, how do you feel now that you finally um, have done something that you've always inspired to actually do and that you are passionate about just spreading the word to thousands? And I'm just truly honored with, uh, with, with you guys who are really representing the male population in this country, just really making us really proud and actually going after and helping some of the young brothers. Um, Demetrius, why don't you share that? Um, how does it feel now that you've finally done something like this? Hey, Greg and Brian. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mama always said there'll be days like this, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, one thing uh, I, I just want to comment since uh, my mother was just able to open up on the lines is my mother always taught me, you know, one thing that she told me when I was in college is that everything is part of your story. Hmm. And you you see that right there. Because truth be told, for all the callers, I done died about nine, ten times. Hmm. Now, I, I know we heard the, the concept that cats have nine lives to live, but I done died about at least nine, ten times. But that phrase right there, for anybody that had their notepads out, is everything is part of your story. And I believe that the man or the woman that can bring that concept and make people grasp that concept is a powerful person. So let's take it for example. I was so terrible that, you know, when I when I saw bills coming in, I thought it was over. And that's just the type of person I was. And then my mama said, like, I went to, I'm a college graduate of Morgan State University. 
and I had my gown, my cap. I had everything ready. I, I had my cap and gown. I done took pictures and everything. And I know a lot of people from Morgan State is on the line right now, and they believe, you know, that, you know, Morgan don't have things going on. And to be frank, a lot of African-American colleges don't have things going on. But, you know, what I'm here to say is that they called me three days before I was supposed to graduate, and they said, you can't walk. And that's when my mom she brought that concept to me. She said, everything is part of your story. So I look at where I'm at today, and I say, man, that had a big impact. Because if you think about it, if you think of your life as a book, or if you think of your life as a movie, and you say, everything is part of my story, man, that meant a lot for me. That said, you know, even the bad stuff, it meant a lot for me for the bad stuff because I think we all appreciate the good stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. What about the bad stuff? Who can cure that? Johnson & Johnson can't cure that. They got the baby lotion that feels good. They got the baby oil that feels good. They got the band-aids that feel good. But what about those real-life situations? What makes that feel good? Well, maybe it's what my mom told me that everything is part of your story. So when they called me and they said, you know, Demetrius, uh, you can't walk. Called my mom, first person I called. We got people coming from out of the country. We got people coming from different states. They got their book tickets, and this is only a few days before graduation. A few days before graduation. And they said, Demetrius, you can't walk. So I was crumbled. I had my cap, my gown. I took pictures. But I I grasped that concept right then. And I said, man, if everything is part of my story, then I need to keep moving. Because this is just the best part of the book. And I don't know what type of movies people on this call is watching, But if you look at Pursuit of Happiness, if you look at Rocky, if you look at Hotel Rwanda, if you look at Seven Pounds, if you look at Slumdog Millionaire, if you're looking at those movies, if if you got a hero, ain't the hero, ain't your favorite person the one that came through the most adversity? Because none of us, if you can grasp that concept, none of us like the person that just easily made it. None of us respects the person that wins the lottery. There's a lot of lottery players and lottery winners out there on the call right now that have won, but nobody really respects that person. They just think that person was lucky, and that's really what it was. But think about your heroes. I'm going to take you back to your dreams. I want to take everybody back to their dreams because I know I'm not indifferent here. I know that there's people on the line that have the same dreams that I had when I was little. What about being a doctor? What about being a lawyer? What about being a president? What about being that basketball player? Just Mm -hmm. imagine with whatever you're going through right now, if you grasp that concept that it's all 
part of your story. And if you all watch movies, if you all listen to music, if you all watch successful people grow, it's not the success that attracts us. It's what they went through that attracted us. I don't care if it's Spider-Man, if it's the Incredible Hulk. They all went through trials and tribulations. So I say, if you can grasp that concept, everything is a part of your story. When I heard that, that shifted my whole life. Because I said, man, if everything is a part of my story, then this, me getting arrested right here, this is, <laughs> this is going to be a good part right here. <laughs> this is going to be, this, I just got to come out of it. But that part, that part right there, oh, people are going to love that. Because here's the thing. I don't believe that there's a lot of selfish people on this line. I, 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 I truly don't believe at that at the, at the end of the day, I don't believe there's a lot of selfish people on this line. So I believe that what my mother has instilled in me is, you know, there's another Demetrius Brown out there. There's another Greg Turner out there. There's another Brian Henderson out there. And I don't care what you've been through, whatever it is that you've been through, there's someone watching that needs to hear your story so that they can move on. Because in my worst tribulations, in, and I'm, I can't even go into that in just an hour, but if you can take, I've been arrested before for stuff that I haven't even been involved with. But if you can take an arrest, if you can take not, if you can take not knowing that you're not going to graduate within the three days of when you're supposed to graduate, there's millions and millions of people that stop there. But here's the thing. If you're about helping people, those people, those same millions of people, they're not going to move until they see somebody else do what they use as an as a excuse, as a crutch, as whatever. So I don't live my life. That's what may make me a little indifferent is that I don't live my life just for me. That's my downfall too. I live it for the people that stopped where I didn't. So I say this, anybody that's on the line, do not be selfish. You have greatness within you. I don't know what your greatness is because mm-hmm. I haven't spoken to you. But your greatness must be exposed. Wow. It, you know, I want to say this. I don't think that you did it as a detriment because I've always learned, and it's a, an old wisdom that I've learned, it's called you reap what you sow. Hmm. So... Whatever you get, it's a result of whatever you've done. You see that whatever energies that you've taken to get to a particular place or whatever energies you've taken to arrive at your destination, your goal, your dream, your vision, whatever you've put into it, 
you automatically will get more out of it. So if you help somebody, you get more out of helping somebody than you do from taking away from somebody. Mm. Because if you help them, they realize that you've helped them, and they can actually send other people to help you, or they can in turn return the favor and help you. But if you take from them, you'll never know what they could have done for you. Mm. And then they'll say, he's a taker. Don't give to him. Mm. So I believe that everything that you've done thus far puts you in this particular moment, in this particular place, and set you into that perpetual motion that we talked about before. And see, the fact that you kept looking back to pull others ahead of you it's almost like a slingshot. See, when you pull that slingshot back, eventually when you let go of that person, they move forward. Wow. Yes, that's so and true, Brian. That's true. The, the thing you know with what? that... Oh, no, go ahead, Brian. This is no, Greg. Greg. Go ahead, Greg. Real quick, if and, and, I, and I want the audience to to really get this. When you're going through your trials and your tribulations, because they are going to come, none of us are exempt from them. They're coming, and and we call them life. Life is going to knock at your door and demand something from you. How are you going to respond is the question. What are you going to do when someone knocks at your door? You get that phone call at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, and you know you don't want to answer the phone because you know something is wrong. When you're in that state and you're in that depressed state, I'll say depressed state, when, you know, somebody on the call may be going through a divorce, some some woman may have been molested as a little girl and, 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 and don't know how to stop the pain, it's that, that she's still going through, the scars are still there. The thing is, we have to learn how to forgive one another. And another thing, too, Demetrius, when we're in that state, I challenge everybody out there, I dare you to do this. Volunteer your time helping someone else. Mm. When you're helping someone else, you, uh, you're, you're, giving, uh, you're giving yourself. You don't have time to sit and have a pity party. Don't do that. Again, when you're going through something, reach out and help someone. Go to the hospital. Read to, kill the, to the kids or go to the nursing homes. And just talk with people, and I guarantee you, you'll feel better. And you'll see that there's somebody out there that's going through something a lot worse than what you're going through. Powerful. Yes. And, Brian, we still have some other callers. Let's try to try to get to them. Yes, we have a lot of callers. So let's try to get to our next caller. Caller from the 908 area code. Hi, this is Carl Ryan. Yes. I have a question for Demetrius. Um, I would like to know if there's any other young guns online in his age group or any parents who have any uh, children of his age group that would like to know about becoming an RBT, which is Rich Before 30, or getting in contact with him directly, what do they have to do? Wow. Excellent question. Yes. Uh, I already gave my number to Oprah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I'll get my cell phone out again because I got two cell phones now. But my my cell phone number that anybody could contact me on is six zero nine four seven one one six four two, and my email address is move 
movementor at yahoo.com. That's movementor at yahoo.com. And what I would like to uh, also respond is we might as well get it out the way right now as far as the economy is concerned. That's what I would like to do before we go to the next caller real quick. Sure. Go right ahead. 85, let's get it out there, is 85% of the economists say that our country is currently in a recession. 85%. So what that says is that 85%, this is the secret right here, 85% of America is waiting for the economy to go back up. Now, here's the thing. What I teach anybody that I coach, anybody that I work with, is that when people ask me what the market is doing, how's the market? I say it's wide open. The market is wide open. That's for lazy people that have a dream. That's for serious people that have a dream. And that's for people that don't even know what's going on that have a dream. Because here's the thing, if 85% of the people are waiting for the economy to go up, you know what that means? That means, that means only 15% of the people are focused and that are willing and that are persistent to making something happen now. So I'm, I'm a type of, I'm a hibernation type of entrepreneur. And I know a lot of people have heard the phrase work smart and not hard. And there's also the thing where you say, man, I'm working hard. And you ask somebody, are you working hard or hardly working? And, you know, and (laughs) this is the time. See, I'm a lazy type of guy, but I'm a successful type of guy. And, I don't like competition. So what I do is if only 15% of America, because everybody on the line knows everybody is complaining about the economy. So if you say only 15% of the economy is actually focused and 85% of the population is waiting for the economy to come up, that's when I work best because I want to fight with the 15%. I don't want to fight with the 85%. So you know what I do when the economy goes back up? I'm on a vacation. I'm in another country reaping what I sowed. Like y'all said earlier, I'm reaping what I sowed. I don't want to fight when the economy is good because that's when everybody works good. I'm going to fight with the 15% right now. So that's why I say if you have a dream, if you have an idea, if you have a vision, if you have a business, if you're an employee, work right now because there's something called, and I've experienced it many times, and I'm only 28, there's something called an accidental bonus. 
or some of us want to call it a just because bonus. You might get, no, if you put yourself in position right now when the economy's down, you will get a raise, you'll get an extra check just because you did some work right now. You will get an accidental bonus just because you did work right now. So the question is, who do you want to fight with? Do you want to fight now when only 15% of the people are fighting? Or do you want to fight when the rush comes and the economy so-called goes up and you're fighting against 85% of the people? I live by the whole thing. Work smart, not hard. Look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. Warren Buffett says it best. He says when the public gets greedy, he gets nervous. And when the public gets nervous, he gets greedy. So if you've got a dream out there on the call, on the show, if you have a dream, I don't care if it's a book that you want to write, if it's a poem that you want to write, if it's a business that you want to build, do just a little bit. Do just a little bit. And I could work with you. But there's going to be individuals that contact me when the 85% is good. And that's when I'm not, I might not have roaming charges. I might be in another country or something like that. I'm saying work hard now. Do just a little more now so you can reap those benefits. Because everybody knows. Everybody's talking about the economy. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I want, before we go to the next caller, we've got about nine minutes left in the show, and I just want to put this out here as a question and also a comment. You know, there are so many people, as Greg said earlier, that are out there hurting and they're wondering what are they going to do. The economy is so bad now, and they don't understand the concept of the accidental bonus. You know, what, are, what is? just give us one idea of how you can create an accidental bonus. An accidental bonus could be, what do you want to start? You want to start, uh, it can be an employee putting himself in position. An accidental bonus could be you putting together a business plan, putting together a mission statement. An accidental bonus could come, because here's the thing, the accidental bonus is this. If 85% of the people are waiting for the economy to turn back up, if you're making action now, whether it's six months when the economy so-called goes up or two years from now, you got that much time ahead of everybody. That's how you get the accidental bonus. So the question is, do you want to work smart or do you want to work hard? See, and with this whole call and everything that's going on, it's all information. That's all it is. We're in the information technology age. It's just information. Take it. There's two things that people do with information. 
they either take action with the information or they look a little deeper. Now, look, there's a lot of people that probably listen to sports or watch sports. Just think, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, that's information. When they go out and perform, that's information. Oh, wow, dude. (laughs) Did you see how he just dunked on him like that? Did you see how he just passed the ball like that behind his back? That's information. Don't make it hard. That's that's, that's information. You're either going to take action and say, oh, I like this guy. I'm a, I, he comes on Tuesday again? Oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to watch him. But you got to look a little deeper. Like, is he really that good? Same thing with the news. There was a bomb in India. What are you going to do? You're going to take action? You're going to get fearful? Or are you going to look a little deeper? That's two things that people do with things. So everything that we're talking about on this call, there's going to be people that take action with what you see and what you hear, and there's going to be people that look a little deeper. Now, the bad thing with looking a little deeper is we don't have a 1,000 years to live. We don't automatically die outside of the box because 70% of the people that go to funerals don't go if it's raining outside. Who's going to go to your funeral? What if it's raining outside? 70% of the people that go to funerals don't go if it's raining outside. I want everybody to come to my funeral. I want to die outside of the box. There's so many people that go to funerals, and me included. I went to a funeral, and then when I leave and I go to work or I go to this and do that, they say, where you was? I I just went to a funeral. And that's it. If that happens, then you died inside of the box. My mission is I want to die outside of the box. You got to find the message and move on. If you have a lost, if you, if you have a loved one that passed away, find the message. Don't mourn on it too long. That person didn't want you to do that. They wanted to die outside of the box. You got to die outside of the box. You got to let, you got to speak your actions. Like I have this thing where I only hear action. People could tell you a million times, oh, I do this, I do that, I do that. But what are you really doing? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's uh, quickly, let's try to get to some more of the callers. We got about five minutes left in the show. And I want to go to the caller from the 443 area code. Caller, you're live? Yes, hello? Yes, hello, brother. How you doing? Oh, doing well. How are y'all gentlemen doing this evening? We're doing great. great. Hi, my name is Jason. I'm from Virginia Beach area. My question is, you struck me with the comment that you made earlier that you don't respect the person that wins the lottery. Because, you know, they didn't earn it. I guess as a motivational speech, I want to know what motivates you. Like, are you in it to be the billionaire, that one person on the list that no one in the Forbes has made it as a motivational speaker, or are you in it to generally help people? And, like, do you go to high schools and teach the communities that are in disarray motivation to do better for themselves and for each other? Great question. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> 
right, so, yeah, no, like I said before, is I'm in it. I, I've done a lot of uh, work at no cost, and I'll continue to do it. But when I say I want to be a, when I say I'm going to be a billionaire, it's not about the financial value. That's just a level that I can level with everybody, where everybody knows the value of it. I see. When I say billionaire, I look at people like the billionaires that are out there. And I say, I just can do it better. I can, I, I, I'm going to open up a business where employees aren't there saying, oh, man, they need to do this, they need to do that, they need to do this. I'm here to say I'm going to open up a business and all of my employees have the door wide open. The door is open for you to leave at any time, but always know within Demetrius Brown. Always know that with Demetrius Brown, I want to help you fulfill your dreams, and I believe that's how you get the best out of your employees. There's a lot of employees that won't tell their supervisor, their manager, their boss, their dreams, because they feel that it would be an inferior complex. It feels that their boss or their supervisor or their manager will lose value in them. But I'm here to say, as long as you keep me abreast to it, my company is going to – let's talk about it. How can I help you fulfill your dream? Because I think that's how you get the best out of everybody, is if we're all on the common ground. Hmm. So ask yourselves. When's the last time you told your supervisor, your manager, your boss, your dream? And I'm saying if it's never, then come work for me. (laughs) (laughs) Very powerful, Demetrius. We have about two minutes left into the show. Man, I tell you what, this this has been a very, very powerful show, and I just wish we had a lot more time. And I want to say this to all of the callers that are listening in and all the people that are out there just listening on the computer. The world is waiting to hear from you. It's something within you that the world has to hear. And that's why that dream that you're having is waking you up late into the night. It won't let you go to sleep, and it's still pulling at you. It's because everybody wants to hear something from you. And, Demetrius, if you would, uh, let's give out your contact information again so that if people want to contact you for a speaking engagement, or if they need to try to get in uh, on the uh, Rich by 30 uh, thing that you have, give that information out so that they can uh, contact you. Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm going to go all out, and I'm going to say my cell phone number that anybody can contact me at for any speaking engagements, corporate trainings. Uh, we do church fundraisers. We do everything. So the number is 609 471 one six four two. Again, that's six zero nine four seven one one six four two. And my email address is movementor at yahoo dot com. That's movementor at yahoo dot com. And my uh, vice president of my company wanted me to also say this. Also, if anybody is in the uh, well, for one, is that we're having a promotion this month. If you contact us before Wednesday at 12 noon, we are having a dollar trial period for 30 days 
with our mobile and corporate motivations. Contact us. And also, if you're looking for extra income and you want to be a marketer or a, a, a rep for us, contact me. We're, we're, if you're on the call tonight, we're giving away 50, 50% commission for every referral that you process to us. And they ask us all the time, why do you do this? Why are you giving away 50% commissions? Why are you doing the $1 promotion? We don't want your money. What we want is the people. We don't want the money. We want to touch the people. Think about it. The person that has the most popular person in this world right now is Barack Obama. Barack Obama. If he was to leave his presidency right now, he would probably be the first trillionaire we've ever seen. But that's not what we're here for. What we're here for is to touch the people. The message is more important than the bank account. So if you want to be a part of something bigger, if you want to fulfill your dreams, let's make it happen. Don't have a great day. Create a great day. The future is ours. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Demetrius. And I'm going to give my contact information out. Brian and I will do that. My name is Greg Turner. My email address is gturner at org. That's gturner at t-h-e-a-s-e foundation.org. And you can also reach me at 850 one five two two. Again, that's eight five zero seven two eight one five two two. And Brian and I both are motivational speakers, and we travel out. We'll go anywhere, whatever we need to do to help someone. That's what we will do. Yes, and my contact information. I'm Brian Henderson. Uh, you can reach me via email at info at mindalteringstrategies.com. That's also my website, mind www.mindalteringstrategies.com. And you can also reach me by Facebook, MySpace. Just type in Brian J. Henderson, and I'll give you my my cell phone number, and it is area code 850-528-3589. Yeah. And with that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, where our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show, and we hope that you come back on Wednesday night where we'll have another exciting topic and another exciting guest. We bid you good evening. God bless you all, and thank you for joining us again.